Hey, we're back. Good God, it's been what? Six, seven, eight, nine months or so? Too long. We're back. The long-awaited episode 75. <laughs> Can you believe we hit 74 episodes Can't and we stopped yeah. for a lengthy, lengthy time off? Yeah, it's been quite quite a layoff for us. Um, introduce ourselves. And this is episode 75 Mazel tov, of the... Of the Q&A podcast. Mm-hmm. My name is Anthony, and surprisingly still sitting next to me, as always, after six, seven, eight, nine months off, it's my pal, DeQuincy Dorsey. I'm not going to say that I tried to replace you, but I'm not not saying that I tried to replace you. <laughs> Just going to let that linger out there. Ooh. Well, howdy y'all, yeehaw, what's happening, what's up? Um... Hello. Get them all out. Get them all out of there. We, we've. It's been a long time. It's been a long time off. So uh, there's. I know it's been a while. But this might be your worst opening I've ever heard. Exactly, man. But uh, it, it just shows. It shows that we're rusty. But um, it's. It feels good. It's good to be back. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to stay on top of this more often. Um, really, I mean, life just kind of got in the way. It seems like. Mm-hmm. And uh, just work and work and uh, uh, other priorities got in the way. So, but we're back, and not surprisingly, not or yeah, not surprisingly, but uh, a lot has happened in the time that we've been off. Shocker. A lot for us to talk about. I mean, the world didn't just stop while we decided <laughs> to take a hiatus from our podcast. Who would have thought? I, I'm a. Yeah, sad to say that the world did not um, uh, pause itself. It didn't end either, so I guess it's all good. Yeah, but um, so where do we go? Where do we go from here, man? There's a lot to talk about, but um, there's a lot recently going on. We'll just start with the recent stuff. Let's keep it simple. You saw Batman vs Superman yesterday. I did. We're recording this on a Friday night. Um, this is technically opening day for Batman and Su- Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Um, I was actually um, able to get tickets to see the Thursday night showing that uh, um, the Great Bedrock City Comics um, hosted uh, last night and uh, sold out. A room of two hundred plus comic book geeks like myself. We're in attendance, and um, nerds. You know, all the there's a lot of there's a lot of negative criticisms going around about this movie. Um, this is going to be an interesting discussion between the two of us because you've seen both Man of Steel and Batman Superman. I still haven't even seen Man of Steel. It's sitting in my DVD case, still in this original packaging. Well, I may, I may get some. Uh, I, I might. Uh, talk to people who may think differently, but I think if you if you go see uh, Dawn of Justice, you really don't need to see uh, Man of Steel because Man of Steel was an origin movie. It was another uh, retelling of Superman coming to Earth and dealing with uh, you know life as a uh, as an alien, uh, you know young as a young alien who is trying to. 
uh, conceal his powers, um, and then fights a bad guy who, you know, we all know the story that goes on in that, in that first Zack Snyder movie. Uh, this time around, they kind of recap the end of, Super, of Man of Steel for you uh, at the beginning, Dawn of, Dawn of Justice, uh, but tying it into the movie going forward. So you really don't need to see Man of Steel. You can go see Dawn of Justice and not be completely lost. Okay. Uh, so, I, you know, like I said, there's a lot of, I've read a lot of negative reviews. Um, I've heard a lot of uh, uh, just a lot of negativity from people who haven't even seen it yet, just people who are already down on the movie. Um, and I got to say, Let me it stop was you right here. I'm okay. going to say right now we're probably we're going to go into Anthony's going to go in depth with the movie because Am I? yes, because I'm not go, I'm not going to see it. I have no interest in seeing it unless it comes on FFX one night, FXX one night. So spoiler alert: we're going in depth. If you don't want to listen to it, we thank you. And good night. It I, be well, there next I don't time. know if I want to go too deaf because here's the thing. The best way for me to put it is um, I liked the movie. I thought it was good. Um, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen that some people feel like it's it's going to be or it was. Um, it was action-packed. Um, and at the same time, they, they threw a lot into this movie. Okay, so let's break it down. What did you like about the movie? Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, Batman. Uh, his uh, his chemistry with Jeremy Irons, who played Alfred. Uh, I like Jesse Eisenberg as I actually did. He was super creepy, super creepy in this movie, and it just the 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 uh, the awkwardness that he brought to that that he uh, portrayed for this character. Uh, made it very uncomfortable at times to watch, but that's what makes it so good. Like he, he just seemed, uh, you know, he was like this, this kind of, uh, I want to say typical because I think it, it can be, it's portrayed, it's being portrayed like this more often. But he's more, he's not like this mad scientist genius. He's more of like this uh, awkward, um, in. Uh, Insecure type of mad scientist genius who, um, I think, because of his his youth compared to his peers and uh, people who uh, who he deals with, um, you know, I think just that kind of shot, like that insecurity, uh, is on full display when he's interacting with with uh, people who are you know older or more established and more distinguished than he he is. Um, so it was it just yeah it was really well done it wasn't um, as awkward as it was it made that's what made it so, his his role so good um, yeah the action scenes were pretty cool they were pretty good they, I, you know I think there wasn't they needed they more were, time between the two between Batman and Superman they weren't too CGI uh, I won't say that because uh, there's a lot of explosions and whatnot um, and a lot of it is done like it's a lot of it takes place in the dark you know like at night um, so it's it can be a little disorienting a little disorienting yeah I think that's a good way um, but like, like I said at the same time I think I need to see it again because there is a lot to to process in this to taking you know to take from this movie a lot to 
to look at. Um, I'll tell you one thing: there are they were able to incorporate two major storylines um, or stories into this one movie. Um, I think most people, you know, it, it's pretty common knowledge that it was based off of Frank Miller's, you know, um, his his books in the eighties. But they were able to incorporate another major famous storyline uh, from the past that... Which is... Well, I don't want to say... I, I, I actually don't want to say that. I think... Um, you, I, I hopefully people will... Well, no. You, people will be able to tell what it is. Um, so... And then, you know, in the trailer... Yes, you know, we've seen the trailers. Doomsday is, you know, does come out. Um... And that was interesting. That was cool. You know, he looked he looked cool. He eventually looked more like the Doomsday that we saw in the comics, that we've seen in the comics with the bones protruding and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Wonder Woman was pretty cool. I gotta say, she was. I was just gonna ask you how Gail Gotten did as. I think she did Gotten. well. Yeah, she was cool. I mean, she was. Uh, uh, tough. I, you know, she. I think she got just enough screen time, uh, considering what this was leading. You know, what this is leading into. This kind of uh, setting up uh, the inevitable Justice League um, movie and team up. I just enjoy that. Um, this is the Superman sequel. And you've been talking about it for five minutes and have said nothing about Superman. <laughs> Um. Yeah, you know all the, all the and, and that's reviews I get are like it's a Batman movie with Superman put in it. Yeah, I think that's the best way to look at it. Um, I have nothing wrong. I have nothing against Henry Cavill. I think um, he's a good Clark Kent. He's a good Superman. Um, I like the fact that uh, he the the scenes were where he's supposed to look like. The, Indestructible and the most powerful being in the, on the planet, they they make that very evident, um, and that's where CGI comes into play. Like when you see bullets from not just regular guns, from like machine guns and from uh, you know vehicles that are shooting at you, uh, the visual of seeing those bullets and those high-powered you know uh, shots bouncing off of the Man of Steel is. Awesome. I, I, I've always liked that. Um, I, or so I've liked I liked that since Man of Steel that they really uh, kind like of power. Right, right. You know, they haven't uh, they haven't made him too vulnerable. Uh, they haven't made him vulnerable to anything but kryptonite. You mm-hmm. know, and um, you know that's I think that's it's that's really well done. That's kind of. Uh, Put on display. Do they uh, explain how Superman is fighting Batman and he is able just to rip that metal suit off of him? Yeah. Oh yeah, they show all of that. Okay. Um, it, it, it's all, you know, the it all comes together. Uh, but again, I mean, there's just so much to to consume, so much to to think about. That would you say the movie is bloated? Like there's too much going on. Uh, no, no, I, I wouldn't. I think they were able to take a bunch of different 
parts and condense it into the movie. I mean, look, it's not the greatest. It's not the greatest superhero movie. Um, it's not. It's probably not going to be the best superhero movie we see this year. No, it's not. The it's, best. Not. it's not. Yeah, <laughs> we already know Civil War is going to destroy everything. Um, I'm wondering if um, it's even better than Deadpool. It's going to be the best superhero movie this year. No, I'm talking about Batman versus Superman. Oh, so, um, I think it will because, one, it's not rated R. Mm-hmm. So a larger audience will be able to go see it. Um, two, there's already a larger audience that recognizes uh, Batman and Superman. Uh, so if it just beats out well hope, well I don't know In, if it just beats out Deadpool that's disappointing um, if it does even better than Deadpool that I, I wouldn't find that surprising at all um, just because of the the uh, uh, just because of the exposure that Batman and Superman have had to a larger audience for a longer period of time plus if you want to go with your you know, family of four, you can buy four tickets instead of Deadpool or just be you and your girlfriend or your wife. Right. And more money know, coming in that way. Yeah, I mean, but I think even with a PG-13 movie like this, I, I think, you you know, it's it's a long movie as well. So I don't think it would be a, the How best idea. It? It's, it's over two hours. Ooh. Everybody was saying two and a half, but it, I don't think it was two and a half. It, was, it seemed like it was just under 220 or so. But with that, I'll look that up. I don't. I don't think you should take a five-year-old or a six-year-old to go see. Um, you know, I think anywhere from eleven and up, I think, is an, uh, kind of a, an appropriate um, measure for for audiences. Two hours and thirty-three minutes. Really, it didn't seem like that. I don't. Uh, I must have. Uh, yeah. I must have been looking at the, uh... oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? After, yeah, I was doing putting the numbers together incorrectly. Yes, it is, like, over two and a half hours. But, yeah, it does fly by, though. Kind of, it doesn't seem, doesn't seem like uh, a long two and a half hours. So, but again, I have to, like, I've only seen it once. I think I need to see it a couple more times to kind of really... Uh, either gain a full appreciation for it or gain a better understanding of the negativity. So, you're going to see it again. Will that next time be in the theaters or on DVD? In the theaters. In the theaters. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it just came, I mean, it literally just came out today. So, it's not, there's a lot of time to go see it at least one or two more times. Um, there's really no rush to see it. But who knows? I might go see it again this weekend just to kind of pick up on things that I may have missed out on. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's... I know you've been real down on it. One, you're not a, Mar- you're not a DC guy in general. Uh, two... I'm not a Superman guy in general. Yeah, well... Because I ran through all the Batman movies, all the Chris Nolan ones. Sure, sure. I loved all three of those movies. I got you. Yeah. No, of course. Um, Zack Snyder is... I don't know. I I hope he's... The way I was looking at it, or I was thinking about all the criticism, it it may seem like he's kind of... uh, 
it wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, was considered, or because I, I don't really pay attention too much. But you know, it might already be out there. Who knows? But don't be surprised if you hear him being compared to, or you know, being considered like the next Michael Bay. In terms of the guy who loves blowing things up and these big elaborate type of movies, these action movies like that, with like no story. Yeah, with great, uh, great characters. I mean, well, not great, but like supremely popular characters. You know, Transformers were very big in the eighties. You know, with kids growing up. Um, the Watchmen is a very, uh, you know, was a was a huge graphic novel in the eighties. Um, and you know, he's done. Snyder's done The Watchmen. So three hundred? Did he do three hundred? Yes, he did three hundred. Um, you know, now it's the Superman franchise. Uh, and so, you know, there's a lot of... A lot of... It seems like a lot of pageantry going into these movies. So, uh, I feel like it's it's nearing Michael Bay territory. That's not a territory you want to be near people. Right. Um, but Michael I think it's still Bay worth movies, giving a shot. Michael Bay movies will make millions of dollars, but you're, you're only going to see it once. I mean... I'm a huge Transformer fan, and I saw. I I didn't even go see the last one, the one with with uh, Marky Mark in the theaters because I, it was three hours, and I had no. I'm not gonna sit there for three hours just watching robots blow up. Right. There's no story. There's no intrigue. It's just boring filter, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think this might be the only. Well, no, because I've seen. Um, I saw 300, mm-hmm. I think, twice in theaters. Um, I saw Watchmen and Man of Steel in the theaters only once. And I, like I said, I'm pretty sh- certain that I'm going to see Man, uh, Dawn of Justice at least one more time. So, so sorry, question. How much yeah. do the trailers actually give away in the movie? Because that was my big complaint. Every time they put out a new trailer, it just showed more and more of the movie. Well, it put out way too much. Like, the Civil War trailers, you're getting, like, just a basic understanding of what's happening. You don't see everything in the movie. The, what was it? The next to last uh, John uh, Justice trailer, where it had Doomsday showing up, it was basically, well, here's the entire movie. They're going to be fighting until Doomsday appears, and then they're all going to team up and take him down. So how much did the trailers give away in the actual movie? The tra- the sixty second trailer gave right. away the two and a half hour movie. That's how much of that? Um, really, the the trailer that second trailer gave out. You know, it gave out Doomsday. Gave out. You know, that's the big giveaway. Um, but you know, you don't see if the trailers doesn't don't show you why Batman and Superman are exactly why they're feuding. You have an idea of what they're. You know, that there is a conflict between them. Because Batman believes Superman is too powerful for his own good. Right. Um, but you don't see... They don't tell you why Superman is going after Batman uh, in the trailer. And that is explained in the movie. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I was just thinking... I was talking to someone about that. About those trailers, you know. You, you see the first one and it's like, oh, wow, that's that looks good. The second one, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, they gave everything. They gave a Wonder Woman. It gave you Doomsday. Um, and then the third trailer, 
they took out Doomsday, and it's like almost as if they wanted to make like make you forget that they put Doomsday in the second the third trailer. Trailer was the best trailer. It was. It, was, it basically gave you a little snippet, that sneak peek that you need, but it already been ruined by the ones that came before. It's like, thanks, guys. Why do I need to spend nine, ten dollars? Up to fifteen for you know IMAX 3D to go see this movie when you just showed it for free, you know, in an ad right at the, in the halftime of the Super Bowl. Well, because you got to see what happens after Doomsday appears. It's uh, it's intense. The heroes win. I'm guessing. You just got to see it. Uh, that's that's. Uh, I'm not going to give too much away about it. I'm not going to tell you Batman Superman win. You know, with this next movie that. <laughs> so. I think it's worth checking out. I think um, I'm interested to see what real hardcore fans think about it. I've only seen a couple of people. I know only a couple of people that have talked about it, and their reactions were they were underwhelmed. But I think it'll do well. Like I said, it's worth checking out. It's not, and it's not the greatest superhero movie. And it's not the best superhero movie that's going to come out this year. Yeah. But um, it, it's just... Look, it's it's Batman and Superman on the big screen for the first time. And that's... I think that alone is worth checking out. That's just a cool sight to see. Um, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent on the screen together. That's pretty cool to, to check out. Um, yeah, so I have no real complaints about it. Um, is there anything that you change? Yeah, there's there's a few like dream sequences in this movie that it's just like okay, well, uh, uh, you know the they really didn't need all these these like kind of dream sequences and that they did they did one in the first like five minutes of the movie and I thought oh my god are they really going is this really happening? Is this really going to uh, uh, be a major part of this movie? But it, it it was brief enough, and you know they moved on to other types of dreams in the movie. So, uh, but that was uh, that was okay. That was interesting. But uh, yeah, those are that's really the only kind of uh, out of place. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to ask you because I saw this comment on Twitter earlier. Someone complained that there was too much slow motion in the movie. Too much slow motion. Um, I don't know what that means, really. I mean, there's there are scenes that go in slow motion, but it's I, not every scene. I'm just saying it was too much. Um, I I don't. Not that I could like. Not that I noticed. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Just you like so rated scale of one to ten. What would you give the movie? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Before I get to that, okay. I had another question. I've forgotten. It's come back to me. The um, other characters, the other um, Justice League characters, they were going. They made a cameo in. Uh, the movie. Oh, that, that was, was r- uh, underwhelming. It, it, because it wasn't what you think it is or what it's going to be. Um, but 
they make cameos. Um, but because I'll be honest, I thought the cyborg one was going to be like him in a building that gets destroyed, and then you see him nope. being taken away into and an, some kind of emergency room where they build him. Nah, no, nope. It's not. It, it's not even what you. It, you won't. Um, you're not going to guess that right now. Mm-hmm. And if you did, I would probably give you ten bucks. But you won't. You won't guess the way that they do it. Um, but they, it's not. It's nothing. Do they just show pictures of them on a computer screen? No, no. It's uh, yeah. It's they're you know. It's okay. Alright. So great. What would you give? It's cool to see the characters, but it's not what you they were. are hoping to see. You're not seeing them. Uh, I'll tell you this much: they are not part of the battles that take place. Uh, or the the major battles that take place. Are in, they in, in one movie. of those dream sequences you were speaking of? No. Okay. No. Are so my grade or one to ten? I mean, you gotta be higher than Rotten Tomatoes. It's currently sitting at a thirty percent. Yeah, I would give it a seven. Seven. Yeah, just after the first. I one. felt you fighting that six right there. You're like seven. Yeah, but I don't want to say six and a half. I don't want to go. Right down the middle. So I'll, I'll round up to a seven. Um, I, like I said, I want to watch it a couple more times, at least one more time, maybe a couple more times to uh, see if that number changes. You know, whether it's uh, a, an increase or a decrease. You know, I, I think a seven is okay to start with. Uh, but you know what? Never mind. I think a seven is as high as I'm going to give it. I don't think there's much... I don't think I could see anything else that would make it increase. Um, so, yeah, a 7. I think a 7 is, is good okay. enough. You're, but, I still, you're, but even though it's not going to help, I still want to see it again. Your That's entire just review just made me think, I'm probably not just going to have to wait for it to come out on DVD and not like the week it comes out, but like a couple weeks later when it dropped down like... Ten dollars. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I personally, and I, I've told you this before. I don't like the dark Superman movies. Right. Superman is supposed to be the character that he is. Is supposed to be full of hope and compassion for for fellow man and you know truth, justice, and the American way. Mm-hmm. And Batman is supposed to be that darker, harder look at the human psyche and the human soul. Mm-hmm. So when, if you bring Superman down to Batman's level, where's the goodness in the movie? Where's the goodness? Where's the, like who's is it? Is it Wonder Woman? No, it's still Superman. They still there's a struggle, and he still has to uh, maintain his maintain the integrity that he was supposed to have before Man of Steel. The integrity that you think... snapped old dude's neck? Right. He... He has to maintain that. Um, and I think they did a better job than, than Man of Steel, where he is, you know, snapping guys' necks. And fighting in downtown Metropolis. Well, that doesn't change. They still have a major battle. And kill thousands upon thousands of people. Uh... They they take care of that this time. What did they teleport everybody out? Like no, it, it happens. Shinron on Dragon Ball Z or something. No, it happens at night. 
in a work working district. So, you know, they were able to uh, put on. You know, there was a news. They were watching the news, and they you know they had like CNN. They had uh, uh, what's his name, Charlie Rose made a you know cameo and. Anderson Cooper and those, these big, you know, actually these real uh, um, reporters and journalists were. Oh, you should see some of the cameos. Actually, it's pretty funny. Um, and you know, they made mention. Oh well, you know, since it's after it's after five o'clock, so thankfully most people are you know are not in that area because everybody's you know gone home for the evening. Now, do you think they put that in the movie to um, basically? cover themselves from everybody's um, complaints about Man of Steel about all the senseless murder that probably happened in the in the background while he was fighting Zod and going through every other building no it's just it, it works uh, this kind of battle was better suited for nighttime I think yeah okay so you gave it a seven Six and a half. Six. Oh, you're wussing out. Six and a half. It's oh. got to be a six or a seven. Seven. I'll go seven. seven. Now you're great on the curve. You're wuss. It sounds like you enjoyed it. You'll go back and see it again. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like I, I enjoyed this podcast more than I will enjoy the movie. <laughs> and it's nothing against DC versus Marvel. I'm not a overhyped Marvel fanboy because I want to see all superhero movies do great mm-hmm. because when they all do great we get more great ones right instead of the crappy Fantastic Four one we got last year <laughs> so did you ever see that one? no okay. no I, I don't plan on watching it me I, I, I kind of want to watch it just to see how bad it really is <laughs> but I'm afraid it's going to turn out like something in the ring where it's going to take my soul I don't know if I can chance that I wouldn't no. Yeah. <laughs> um. You saw Deadpool. Yes. So, how was that? Did you see Deadpool? I have still have not. Oh, seen you still that. Um. First off, let me just say that I saw the movie at during the matinee preview. During the matinee, there's like twelve people in the theater when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um. I can see why people liked it, but for me, it just didn't click for me. Mm-hmm. I like Ryan Reynolds, that handsome Canadian bastard. Um, he's funny, and the jokes were there, but I just felt like it was too much. Can I say blue collar? Is that what I want to say? It was just like the jokes were easy. Um, the action scenes were CGI to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand, personally, I think a lot of the jokes that are in the movie would have been better for me had I seen it with a packed theater. I got you. Let me ask you this, because mm-hmm. when I was waiting, we were waiting in the theater uh, for the movie to start, and I was sitting next to a couple of people uh, this, like, husband and wife, and I talked to the husband for a little bit about uh, we were talking about Man of Steel for a little bit and then he went to go get popcorn or whatever and I talked to his wife and they were we started talking about Deadpool and she the way she put it uh, because they are husband and wife and they're probably in their late 20s maybe early 30s um, 
she, the way she put it was the humor was for you know these were jokes for like 18 year old guys and this is what she said it was for 18 these jokes were suited for like 18 year old kids or guys or whatever and we're not 18 year old 18 years old we're grown adults you know and that's and she's not uh, she was totally um, uh, familiar with comic books mm-hmm. and is a fan of comic books and these different characters but for her she felt like Deadpool you know the humor wasn't my kind of thing and is that kind of what you felt like it was not too immature but it just wasn't suited for for yeah, you it probably, it probably just wasn't my taste um, there were a couple of good joke, good jokes in it especially when um, he gets captured by Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead which is like every time I say that I feel like my tongue is trying to escape my mouth well no, um, I mean don't get too many spoilers I mean I no, might no, try, this, I might try this joke is when he Colossus grabs him and says I'm taking you back to see Professor X and then and Deadpool goes oh, which one am I going to go see McElroy or Stewart I keep getting the timelines confused that was funny but there were just like a lot of well, that's topical. That's yeah. That was funny. That was one of those fourth wall breaking jokes that Deadpool is famous for and all in his comics. But there were a lot of jokes that I just uh, I don't want to say they were immature because I don't want to sit here and say I'm the sixty five year old man saying you damn kids get off my lawn. But I chuckled and I moved on to the next thing. There weren't any like there were like one or two like really big laughs for me in the entire movie. And I feel like if I had seen it with other people, like if I had gone with you and seen it or and a couple of my friend uh, of our friends, I would have enjoyed it more than seeing it by myself. Uh, I know I, I, I get that. I mean, uh, I think that's what made. Well, no, no. I mean, that's what makes any movie great. It's just checking out with your with your buds, your pals, your homies, your uh, your friends. Yeah, there you go, your homies. <laughs> um, especially action movies, especially comic book movies. Um, so hopefully, when I do see Deadpool, I will check it out with you know people that I know. <laughs> we'll see. You all right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm hanging in there. So if I had a great Deadpool, I'd probably give it a seven. It was still a good movie. It's just I don't know. I feel I, I feel like I'm on the outside looking in when it comes to other people's commentaries from critics and from uh, friends of mine at work who who say, "Oh, it's the greatest movie. Uh, love this wow. movie." They're like they're like it's the best superhero movie I've ever seen. And I'm like. It was good. Yeah. It, like, if it comes on, <laughs> this has become my scale. When you see it in the theaters, when you get the DVD, or you're waiting for FXX, if, when it comes out on DVD, I'll probably pick it up again and, you know, watch it with the my girlfriend. Or, you know, anytime we have a poker night, we can, you know, have that play in the background. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be something that... I'm gonna. I was gonna see multiple times in theaters. Mm-hmm. What was the last movie that you did see multiple times in the theaters? 
Ooh, that's a very good question. Man, I think it was Captain America, the um, Winter uh, Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Okay. So I'm twice. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, we've talked about movies that we've seen. Um, we've taken a good chunk of time on it. On, mm, on that, about mm, thirty-six minutes. Sure. Um, let's let's talk briefly because I don't want to get too long-winded about it because it's only. They're only 30 seconds to two minute spots. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of trailers that we've seen that we've been, uh, that have, I think, have gotten us really excited about the rest of this year, or at least the next four months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's just get out of the way. I mean, Civil War, Captain America Civil War looks amazing. It's got everyone in it. Um, there's a, clearly going to be a lot of action, a great conflict. Between Captain America and Iron Man, um, I'm just here for Black Panther. Black Panther, the introduction of new characters into the the Marvel Studios world. So Black Panther and Spider Man. Yeah. Um, Talk about surprise! I was not expecting them to show him in any trailer. Really? Yeah, I fully expect them to either, you know, completely save him for the movie mm-hmm. or like have a trailer for him like right as the movie comes out like a TV spot yeah I did not expect them to show anything of Spider-Man until until we got to the movie and, but I'm very happy and very surprised <laughs> to see it um, I think it looks awesome you had to complain about his voice yeah but that's only two words um, I understand people who on the internet the yeah, the, webs. the, uh, the great source of of uh, a lot civil of discussion, yeah, so civil. That, <laughs> yeah, that interweb. That's why I don't get into politics or anything, religion, any of that stuff, because people can't have rational civil discussions. Oh, we can't things. talk about politics on here on this podcast. Not on the internet. Oh, okay. Um, but a lot of people were, you know, who kind of had the same feelings, like oh, like he sounded weird or whatever. Um, the, the the rebuttal was from most people. Go after yourself. It's just two words. Um, which I, I understand. I, I understand that rebuttal as uh, uncouth and uncivilized as it may be. Um, so that's why I don't really talk about that too much anymore because as uncouth and as uncivilized as it is, they're right. It's only two words. Maybe they'll tweak it, but my thing was those two words, he didn't sound like a guy who was supposed to be maybe 15, 16, 17 years old. Um, he I sounded like a kid who was getting in the middle 11 of... 11 or 12 years old. He sounded like a kid that was getting involved in a fight with superheroes that he's looked up to. <laughs> like, even though this is Spider-Man's first official appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if we think about it, you know, in the movie timeline, Peter Parker has grown up watching... These guys, you know, save the world, mm-hmm. and now he's being thrust in the middle of this battle. He <laughs> flips over Captain America, takes the shield, and handcuffs Ca- uh, Captain America. How nervous would you be in that situation? Hey, he's given a code name. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, I'd be nervous, but and he's fourteen, so he is fourteen. I think he's definitely in high school. 
Yeah. But I mean, come on. Maybe he hasn't hit puberty yet in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You don't know. I guess not. You don't know. But anyways, he looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting. I mean, I'm very interested to see where where this uh, appearance leads to, what it leads to, how much screen time he gets. Um, I'm excited about the whole thing, regardless of those two words. It doesn't really matter anymore. Um, because I'm, I've watched that trailer many times already. And my enthusiasm, my excitement for it has not changed at all, or hasn't uh, tapered off any. It's only remained steady or even increased depending on you know, when I'm watching it. Real quick, have you seen the uh, Luke Cage trailer? I've not. Uh, you want to watch it real quick? Um, I can explain to you. Yeah, we can. Basically, he's in he's in a boxing gym. Mm-hmm. He's there's two guys with guns drawn on him. He tells them, I don't think that's going to work for you guys. They open fire on him. Mm-hmm. And he just stands in there and he just says, I am real tired of having to buy new clothes. <laughs> and then he throws a guy through the window and then that's it. It's interesting. Yeah. And that comes out September 30th. That's on Netflix? Yes, sir. Cool, cool. Well, you're you're excited about Civil War, I imagine. Mm, Correct. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned Netflix. Um, I'm only five episodes in. You're only... <laughs> You, I you have, finished it. I've not finished yet. Okay, um, we're speaking of season two of Daredevil. I I love it. It's been great so far. Yeah. It's basically picked up where season one um, st- um, ended and has taken off at a sprinter's pace. Yeah. Well, it's what eighteen months ahead. No, no, that's something else. I'm sorry. That's that's something else. Uh, how long is it after the end of season one? You know, what? I'm not sure. I'm, might have to look that up. I'm not 100 percent sure. I will look that up real quick though. Speak to you. But um, you're on season five. I don't want to ruin anything for you. Episode five. Episode five. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, tell us what what you love about it so far. Uh, Frank Castle, the Punisher, has been yes. awesome. I mean, and they didn't waste any time with him. Uh, the the interactions that he's had so far with Daredevil have been great. I think. Um, and the the chase for the pun or the, the hunt for the Punisher by uh, everyone else besides Daredevil has been a lot of fun to watch, and it's been you know uh, it's kept me on the edge of my seat. You know, I'm guessing it's about a couple of months after the end of the season. Probably so. Yeah. You just finished episode. You finished episode five, right? I did. So you seen you Electro? Yes. Uh, What do you think? Cool. I like her. I like um, the the relationship that they that they're uh, that they are displaying or not displaying, but they are. Gosh, what, what am I looking for? Uh, the fact that her and Daredevil had a relationship in the past, and you're seeing glimpses of that relationship, you know, in, in flashbacks, uh, you're seeing what happened between those two, how they met, and how one affected the other, um, is interesting. Yeah, I think it's, and you know, it, of course, it, it makes sense as to the animosity that's 
between them currently. Uh, and I like I like Alan Mihai. I like that she's she's different than Jennifer Garner than the one that Jennifer Garner portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still haven't seen her in action yet. So I'm interested to see. Uh, like I'm curious, excited to see, you know, her throw down. And she throws down. <laughs> but the star of the second season is definitely the Punisher. Yes. Um, yes. I, when I'm watching and my girlfriend's next to me and she'll be on her tablet or computer or whatever and she'll look up and and every time she sees him she never calls him Frank she never calls him by his actual name she always calls him Shane from Walking Dead oh. and, she's, and she's whenever um, he's with um, Karen she yells out don't trust him he's, he's Shane you know what he did to Lori don't trust him and I'm over here just like <laughs> woman just enjoy the show. Right. You're killing me. Anthony's over here showing me a picture of a monkey with a cigar in his, in his mouth with the, the heading editor in chimp. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't, like, I'm actually, I plan on watching, continuing, I see, you know, a couple more episodes uh, when we're done with this podcast, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As soon as I get home, I'm going to finish episode 11. Because I think that is the penultimate episode. I think like 12 or 13. There's 13. There should 13? be 13. Yeah. All right. So that means that is like a two-minute episode. It's good, good, good. I'm looking forward to, to finishing it. Um, yeah, it's been great so far. And Netflix again, they're killing it. Here's the, you know, here's the thing about Netflix: like they're killing it with original programming, uh, original stand-up, or stand-up specials, I guess. No. Um, and Hulu, I think, is killing it with old shows. Man, they they you know put. You're gonna tell me about that life because I refuse to pay for the service where I have to watch commercials. Yeah, it's and a little tough. pay extra to get real commercials. It is tough, but. Actually, if you watch uh, X Men the animated series like I did, mm-hmm. which was awesome, they they had like all seventy six episodes on there. I, why do I feel like as a child there's like three thousand episodes? I yeah, well, because they showed it. I think every day. Eventually, they would show it in syndication every day. Um, then once it gets on syndication, they only show like the same ten episodes, and that's what like every show. It's on syndication. They show. Well, except for your Seinfeld. That's where you get your 3,000 episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess, like, half-hour shows, they really don't have... Um, well, actually, some half... Like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they have commercials. But mm-hmm. cartoons, if, I guess, they don't have commercials. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm able I to catch up on... I guess the cartoons don't have commercials because they plan for the children to be watching that. Little do they know that we watch it. Right. I uh, I'm able to keep up with current shows. Um, you know, I may not be able to see the recording of the Flash or uh, Legends of Tomorrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. But if I'm at work and I haven't seen them in a couple of days, I can catch up online. You know, I can, they have the most recent episodes. How how yeah, I have yet to see an episode of Legends of Tomorrow. How is it? It's cool. I, I like it. I mean, it's it's a fun show. It's there's it's a big cast, of course, um, and it's 
cool watching them go back in time, uh, dealing with issues that were ongoing during that time period. They've dealt with racism in the 50s and uh, the changing culture of the 70s, or the, the culture shifts of the 70s, um, the height of the Cold War in the 80s. You know, they've dealt with those types of things. So who knows if they go back into the 90s or uh, yeah, that would be kind of cool, but they might be a little too mellow. Or, uh, uh, oh, Lord, you're trying to think of the cool 90s slang. <laughs> we'll be here all damn night. And I got work tomorrow. Too, uh, too sappy, perhaps. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, let me ask you a question, because we just talked about Netflix, and we just talked about, we ran over Hulu real quick. And Netflix has great, like I said, great original shows. What's your favorite show that's on regular, basic cable? Television? Television. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it might be Gotham. I still haven't gotten into that. I, I, I've surrendered. Well, first season's on Netflix, for sure. Um, I really like Gotham, man. It's, 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 a, it's cool seeing the, uh, the, the genesis of these villains that Batman eventually will have to uh, face on a regular basis and it's cool to see it, it's it's different seeing the uh, the genesis of Batman himself you know watching this young kid play Bruce Wayne um, and you see the kind of uh, um, you see the turn that his mind is starting to take that it's starting to mold into this, you know, obsessive person mm-hmm. that um, can't be corrupted. You can tell that he's this guy that Batman, that he Batman. can't he can't and won't be corrupted because he's Batman. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I really what TV I watch now or. Uh, on like regular TV or like superhero TV shows and wrestling pro yeah, wrestling I feel like we might be getting a little burnt out superheroes <laughs> I don't think I can handle too many others speaking of wrestling we got Wrestlemania coming up we got Wrestlemania coming up in ten, yeah, ten nine days. days nine days nine days from when we're recording this Dallas, Texas Cowboy Stadium Jerry World we're gonna have a separate podcast for that because we could we'll have an hour episode talking about everything that's going on in WrestleMania. Are you excited about WrestleMania though? <gasps> now you may think about it. Am I excited for WrestleMania? Why don't I save that answer for the WrestleMania podcast? I'll tell you right now. I'm excited for the end of WrestleMania, so way we can see what happens after WrestleMania. Uh, the same thing happens after every WrestleMania. Crap until they get to WrestleMania season again. No, I'm talking about the night after WrestleMania. The, oh, okay. the, the stories that, that they uh, start telling after that. I just want to see the crowd after WrestleMania. That Raw crowd is always the best. <laughs> <sighs> mm, I am getting tired. Anything else for you, man? Uh, in terms of what do you mean? In terms of the podcast, I feel like we nerded out. Yeah, we nerded out. Um, Nerds. <laughs> we got baseball coming up. Yeah, we just finished our fantasy baseball draft. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about your team this year? 
Well, considering that I'm not contending, I feel great with my team. You? Um, I feel okay. I have so many keepers that I like the keepers that I have, and uh, I'm going to move people around, <laughs> people that I don't really care yeah. for that I drafted. So. If you would like to play fan, Final Fantasy Baseball with us, hit us up, because we have a couple open spots, because our friends are terrible. Yeah, they're not that interested in it. So, but, you know, whatever. We'll we find a way. We we'll get it done. We will survive. You excited about opening day? Oh, God, yes. So what do you think? I mean, what are we looking at for the Astros? Are we looking at legitimate contenders, one-year, one-hit wonders, or um, a steady uptri- or, uh, uptick, uptick? I put two hundred dollars down on them. I mean, a hundred dollars down on them to win the World Series this year. What does that tell you? Going all the way. You're yeah, all in. I'm all in. I like it. I like it. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna put money on it. Maybe I will, but I feel like they are definitely on the upswing, and it's gonna get really good, uh, really quick. Mm-hmm. Buy your tickets now, folks. Right. And they are locked to win the division because the division didn't get any better than they were at the end of last season. And they even improved. They improved the bullpen. And they added another, you know, potential solid number five starter in Doug Fister. Mm-hmm. And uh, the offense should be. A, we get a full se- we get a full season of Carlos Correa. How about that? Oh, don't I know it? No, but don't I know it? Fantasy baseball aside, we get a full season of Carlos Correa, which is really um, exciting to think about. Mm-hmm. So I can see that I can definitely see them making a World Series run. Can't wait, as Mark's about to say. <laughs> All right, man. I'm tapping out. Tapping out? Okay. Yeah. I think we've we've done enough. Then. We've got nice, almost an hour. Good lord, we can talk. <laughs> you good? We're good. I'm good. All right, then. Oh, give your your Twitter handle. Oh, what is my Twitter handle? I have no idea. You changed it. I don't know what it is. It is. I'm at. A.E. Garcia 1987. You changed your, your Twitter name and just made it more difficult. <laughs> no, because there's no underscores and, uh, yeah, there's no underscores. Okay. Well, you can follow me at DQ327 and, of course, follow the main site at 288 underscore. We promise to actually be active and won't leave you alone for eight months. And maybe I'll change my Twitter handle again. Who knows? Oh, suspense is killing me. <laughs> Good. Oh, uh, well, I mean... It's a pleasure to be back. High five. It is... Oh, oh we, didn't, we didn't miss on that first attempt. <laughs> no, never. Or that second. Thank God this isn't recorded. <laughs> they would never let us live that down. The shame would cause us to quit for nine months again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, like always. And hopefully we weren't too rusty. But yeah, we probably we're, were. We're, we'll manage. Yeah. It's like we got. It's like uh, riding a bicycle. We'll fall, but we'll get right back on. <laughs> All right, for Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies.